calling all aspiring investment professionals. Get a leg up on the competition. Final registration for the August CFA exam ends on May 14th. Register now to secure your spot. The CFA designation is a gold standard in the investment world, opening doors to high-powered careers and impressive salaries. Head over to cfainstitute.org to register. Don't wait. Take control of your finance career today. This is Heidi Robenheimer, the Managing Editor of the CFA Institute's Financial Analyst Journal, with my snapshot of our third quarter issue of 2020. We continue to celebrate 75 years in research publishing with our opening article. Six research articles follow, covering retirement saving, equity defense, multi-factor management, tax loss harvesting, market share, and Bitcoin. We've been celebrating 75 years of publishing this year, and we open with the second in the series, Will Gutzman's Tribute to the Financial Analyst Journal and Investment Management. This esteemed author and friend of the journal marks the evolution of research and practice in investment from 1945 to present, using key articles from our history. His insight into the role of research and practice makes this essential reading for all active CFA charter holders. I hope you caught Stephen Brown's article looking back over our 75 years and the professional status of investment management in our previous issue. Our second piece is a viewpoint by Elton and Gruber, reviewing the performance of long-term mutual funds. The first of our six research articles takes another look at asset allocation for retirement funding. Targeting retirement security with a dynamic asset allocation strategy argues that age and wealth are poor inputs to the asset allocation problem. Targeted funding status, actual funding status, and the GLIDE path should instead be the focus. GLIDES stands for Goal-Based Lifetime Income-Focused Dynamic Strategy. These authors demonstrate how allocating dynamically between risky assets and safe retirement instruments like selfies, as retirement funding levels vary, provides a more efficient path to retirement security, or any investment goal for that matter. Our next research article concerns multi-factor portfolio construction and addresses the conundrum of how to combine factors optimally. Clark de Silva and Thorley, in their article Risk Management and Optimal Combination of Equity Market Factors, address the question with great pragmatism and 54 years of evidence. The authors provide a closed-form formula for their proven strategy of dynamically adjusting the allocation to each factor relative to its risk forecast. You'll also find some good charts and data here on the success of various factors such as value over a long history. Next, authors from PIMCO present a framework for constructing equity risk mitigation portfolios. They demonstrate an alternate approach to ensuring against large drawdowns in equity portfolios, using a portfolio approach where the investor maximizes unconditional return subject to constraints on conditional equity beta. This can be achieved, as they demonstrate, by combining an assortment of defensive assets into a portfolio targeting a particular conditional equity beta. Their formula for the resulting portfolio demonstrates that the expected return of the optimal risk-mitigated portfolio is made up of an insurance premium plus the risk budget times the efficiency of the target conditional beta. This is a great read for anyone in the business of defensive investing. In 2019, we published two articles on tax management strategies. In this issue, our fourth research article continues this topic with an empirical evaluation of tax loss harvesting alpha. The authors, Chaduri, Burnham and Lowe, set out to measure whether there is sufficient excess return available to make tax loss harvesting viable, particularly as this kind of management is increasingly available at a retail level. Their answer is yes. Among the empirical support they provide, they show that the benefits of tax loss harvesting are higher in market conditions with great cross-sectional variation and higher volatility. Sounds useful right about now. Our next research article concerns the business side of fund management. 
a new framework for analyzing market share dynamics among fund families. Author Hasenberg asks what drives the changes in market share held by mutual fund families such as Vanguard, Fidelity, BlackRock and others. The analysis in this article shows how the changing market share in each of these mutual fund families has mapped against the relative cash flows, relative performances and available fund categories since 2000, as well as how persistent or circumstantial these changes have been. There's even some analysis informing changes in market share between active and passive funds. A good companion article to this one is The Dynamics of ETF Fees, published in the first issue of this year. Our final article concerns trading and price efficiency in Bitcoin markets. Authors from Hamburg School of Business Administration have used high-frequency trading data to quantify the inefficiency in various Bitcoin markets. In their article, Decentralized Efficiency, Arbitrage in Bitcoin Markets, they show that Bitcoin markets have not matured to the extent that we may imagine and they are substantial and persistent first-mover opportunities for arbitrageurs in Bitcoin. Remember that we provide summaries of all research articles at cfainstitute.org and links to the full articles on our publishing partner, Taylor & Francis, are freely available to all CFA Institute members.